You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Thursday. Weeks flying by. Happy Thursday. A couple of days left until the Super Bowl. And we got a crew here to kind of break it down. Today we're going to do a little bit of that. We'll recap last night. Uh, tennis. All the other picks that we had. Uh, a couple of tennis picks for today. A couple of hockey picks for today. We'll get thrown in towards the end. And, of course, we'll be up on SteadyPicks.com. But without further ado, Ricky, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Tom. Happy Super Bowl Thursday. We're getting close. Very close indeed. And, of course, Ricky, thanks for joining. We have Donnie on a double header. Uh, not a double. I guess it's not a double header at all. We got him today and tomorrow. Donnie, how are you? Good, good. Glad to be on the show. And, yep, Donnie will be with us today. He'll be with us on his normal spot on Friday, which is tomorrow. And uh, and Ricky and I will be here as well. So we've got two days to kind of go break down some of the Super Bowl information. There's a lot of props. There's a lot of advice that I can give and I want to talk about. So um, we will do that. Um We'll start with some props today. I know Ricky's pretty excited about a few props that he has. Um, so I'll go over there in a moment to get that. The one thing I want to say before we start any other conversation that I have to say is the sportsbooks offers so many good promos for the Super Bowl. That just make sure you're taking advantage of them. Like it looks like to yesterday, today they're like releasing all their all the good promos that they're gonna have. And the only advice I want to give is just make sure you look through them and make sure you're getting all of the free money that you deserve. And that's at any book. You could go around and probably do risk free bets all over the place and not actually bet any of your own money if you didn't want to. So a lot of sports books available. Just make sure you're shopping it around. Thank you. Okay. Guys, you alive over there? Yeah. I'll yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm worried in, about um, you. Worried about you. I know we've talked about it before on the show, but 
but they they offer some silly promos. Um, so so I would say beware of of some of the obviously the free bets are are great and all, but but some of the boosted uh boosted bets. Oh yeah, I don't really buy. Um, so don't take anything that just out of the blue just because it's uh oh my odds are ten cents better, so let's bet it. Agreed, and I don't even. Yeah, that's a great point. I should have been more clear because, that, like, BetMGM, for example. So, BetMGM, one of the partners for Steady Picks, they give us a code. You can sign up with, with BetMGM. $1,000 risk free bet. You could use it for the game if you'd like, but you can head over there and do that. It's on the website under Sportsbooks, Sportsbook Offers. In addition to that, they have. Um, this is, you know, first touchdown score bet back. So up to $25, you can bet the first touchdown score. You'll get a risk-free bet or you'll get a bet, a free bet back if that loses. So you could go ahead and put 25 on somebody score the first touchdown. You'll get a free bet. Um, the same game parlay one, if you do a $10 same game parlay, they give you a $30 free bet to use for the Super Bowl. That's a pretty good one. And those are the two for BetMGM, and you could go look around every book. They're all doing them right now. They're all doing free bet for this, free bet for that. You could really, you know, take advantage of what's out there. I really think like that i gotta check those out uh we'll dive into the props then ricky um do you have any that you're willing to share here to start the show yeah i got a, I got a bunch of props lined up officially bet all these tom and donnie so i'll, I'll kind of just rattle them off here um let me just start with the first one yeah please all right first prop aaron donald not to record a sack. And again, not to record a sack. This is a uh, plus 150 over at DraftKings. And the thought behind this one is, is pretty simple, guys. Aaron Donald's a monster. No question about that. But the price here is just too good to pass up. Uh, Donald has not recorded a full sack in three of the past four games. 50% of the time this season, he failed to record a full sack. So... In my opinion, when you can get plus money on an individual player like this to, to not get a sack, you got to jump on it. So that's the first one. That's interesting. Again, we 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 know we like to lean to the nos and the unders. That's all good, but that's it. I, I don't know if that one would have – I'm not sure, Ricky. Any thoughts, Donnie? Yeah, it's interesting. Um I think everyone's under the assumption that the that the Rams pass rush will be able to get home. Um, but last week we saw the Chiefs get pressured numerous times on Joe Burrow and he was able to escape, uh, get out of the pocket and, and, and make things happen. So so while I do think the Rams pass rush will be able to create pressure, um, see if they can get Joe Burrow on the ground. Okay, okay. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, and the important thing, too, here is, guys, Aaron Donald can disrupt this game without getting a sack like he, he does a lot, too. So 
That's the first one, though. I'll jump to the next one, uh, which is actually Tyler Boyd to score a touchdown. Now, this is plus 230 on FanDuel. You're going to want to make sure you, you try to get the FanDuel for this one. It's plus 190 on BetMGM and DraftKings. So, as usual, do your shopping here. But a couple things I like about this prop. Uh, Tyler Boyd actually leads the Bengals in red zone routes per game. People don't realize that because Chase is a monster down there. But the way I kind of see this game going when the Bengals get down to the red zone, Chase is going to be blanketed. The tight end, uh, CJ Uzama, he might not even play. He might be out. So I really think Boyd is the best option in the pass game uh, when they get down here. And he can attack the middle of the field from the slot. So I really like this prop, and especially the price at FanDuel. Very nice. Uh, I do like that one as well. I can get behind that one. Um, by the way, as you're going through these, please do not bet the coin toss. Nobody bet the coin toss, please. If you're listening, <laughs> do not bet the coin toss. I hate that. Anyway, keep going. It is literally so, – let me – hold on, hold on. I have to – because everybody talks about the, the coin toss. I just have to break this down for a moment. This is literally the most minus EV play, negative EV play. You talk about expected value. There's nothing easier to understand than the coin toss odds. At FanDuel, you can get minus 104 heads, minus 104 tails. Now you tell me, Ricky, what are the chances of a coin landing on heads or tails. <laughs> this this math even I can handle, Tom. Yes, 50, but this, <laughs> this is a great example of, like, how you got to think about it. Like, 50-50. That would be plus 100, plus 100. That's 50-50. 100-100. So you You're are not gonna literally... You're not going to believe this, Tom. You bet it. So what's interesting about that is I was looking at a list this morning that's like the top 10 props by handle and by ticket. So it breaks it down into two different categories. The by handle one, the second and third most bet props of the Super Bowl are coin toss tails and coin toss heads. And the odds, the average odds are minus 105 that people are getting them. And they're just, yeah, the books are just collecting money at that point. They will take those bets all day long for as much money as you want. Um, what's another one on here that I know, Tom, you have is the over in the McPherson field one and a half field goals that I feel like the entire world is on that prop and it, it scared me off of it truthfully, but that one's getting serious, serious action. Heck I seen, I seen, uh, several tickets for McPherson to win the MVP. I have two, Donnie, and first, a lot of people have him, like, first scorer at plus 400, 500. He, he's a hot ticket, this guy. Right, and I, I believe we've never seen a kicker win Super Bowl MVP, so just something to note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one where... player, like, long shot for MVP that I did hear a, a pretty convincing argument for um, is, where is he? Eric I have Weddle. A, Weddle. Hmm. 
at like stop it 400 to 1. No, and <laughs> here's the reason though. Here's the reason why I heard it and I was like, "Oh, like I mean, he's going to score a touch like a pick six. Come on now." Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he plays almost every snap of the field. Like he's behind guys that barely play in the game. Like he plays every single snap through the playoffs. He's played a hundred percent of snaps. So he's going to be on the field. Like his opportunity to like, he's, he's behind some of these guys, Uzama, P Ryan, these guys that don't even play on the field. I, I got a long shot, Tom and Donnie that I think could legitimately hit. That one, I think, is a stretch. I, you know, Weddle, I like Weddle. My man came out of retirement to, to help the Rams get this trophy, but. Mm-hmm. Add guys, to the narrative. Von Miller, 50 to 1, okay? He's won this award before in Denver. But here's the thing currently has the highest pressure rate in the history of the postseason since they've been recording pressure rates. To give you an idea, too, Aaron Donald is, like, fifth on that list. So, like, this Rams D-line, talking about two of the the best pass rushers of all time on one line. That's 50 to 1. What what were his numbers like when he did win? He had a couple sacks and a big force fumble. Yeah, he he had had a huge game. Two strip sacks. One went for a touchdown. Um, he had a big game. It's going to be tough to match that. <laughs> did Von? Did he score that touchdown, Donnie? Too? No. Or just cause it? He caused it. Yeah, I mean, I think two forced fumbles, maybe another sack on top of that. He had a monster game. Wow. And keep in mind, guys, he's fifty to one, so you shouldn't be betting this thinking like he's got a good shot. But the thing is. He's done it before, and the numbers in terms of, like, his peak performance, he's he's as good as he's ever been right now. So, I mean, a dollar would win you 50, 10, 500, or whatever. You know, it's it's just good value if you if you want to take a flyer. Okay. No, I agree. I like that. I like that, Ricky. And a dollar wins you 500 at 500 to 1 down there. Is that when you said he's 500 or he's 50 he's to 50 1? To one. Oh, he's, he's 50, 50 to 1. I thought he was down with with Eric Weddle. <laughs> Not that far, unfortunately. Uh, okay, um, keep going, Ricky. What else? All right, so I had one other prop tied into my Tyler Boyd, or not tied in, but an additional prop with Tyler Boyd, which is over 39 and a half receiving yards. Again, this is like two yards better on FanDuel. It's 41 and a half at most other books. So I got a minus 114 at FanDuel. Similar thought process here, but I think uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are much more likely to be shadowed by Ramsey in this game. Those two play on the outside, and that's where you'll typically find Ramsey. Boyd, however, like I was saying in the the touchdown uh, talk, he plays most of his snaps from the slot. And the one weakness, guys, of this Rams defense is they really struggle covering the slot. So... Boyd's gonna have he's gonna have some matchups against linebackers and it's it's gonna be favorable for him. So I think he could fly over this, honestly. I think this is a must bet. 
I like that. I'm actually pretty low on uh, Higgins on Sunday, just because I think he's gonna he's gonna have some. He's gonna be covered, right? Tyler Boyd's the guy you would look to and say, okay, I think he's the guy that benefits from all this. So I like the the approach on Tyler Boyd. And what number did you get that at, Ricky? Uh, minus one fourteen at Fanduel, and I got it's it's thirty nine and a half. Donnie, if you go to one of the other books, you might be able to get a plus 100 on like 41 and a half. It's, it's kind of like varying book to book, but. Because I definitely want to get in on that. I'm seeing 41 and a half uh, minus 110 on DraftKings. I'm going to head over to MGM and, and see where we're at there. Yeah, if it's, if it's minus 110 on, on uh, MGM 41. and DraftKings, go to yeah, FanDuel. Mi- minus 115 on MGM. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Are you seeing it right now still? I put it in right before the show, so it should still be available on FanDuel. Um, and most of the props that I bet that I'm going through right now, I, I bet on FanDuel because I was finding consistently the best number there. So for whatever it's worth, if you're in, in PA or Jersey and shopping. I'll jump in. I'll jump in with uh, my first prop. Um, I will be on that Tyler Boyd and something I'm, uh, looking at is, is these tight ends, uh, for both teams. Obviously Higby is unlikely to play. Uh, haven't seen much, many, uh, lines posted for Kendall Blanton, the, uh, backup for, the, for Los Angeles. Uh, we saw him pretty active last week. Um, and I think, I'm going to be on both tight ends overs, to be honest with you, depending on the number that is released. Um, so bear with me with that. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have some more clarity. Um, I'm going I'm going Cooper Cup over receiving yards. Uh, just seems too easy. The number has kind of ran away a little bit uh, as far as I can see, but I'm, I'm going to lock it in at uh, 106 and a half. 106 and a half. Where, do you know where that opened, Donnie? I want to say it was like 102, 103, but that was, that was I think, right when the uh, all the lines broke. Hmm. Yeah, Cooper Cup, man. He, it just feels safe backing him in anything. Yeah, he, he, and you have to think that the avenue for the Rams to win this game, Cooper Cup's going to have to be heavily involved again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Hilton... Everyone's talking about cornerback for the uh, Bengals has played well the last couple weeks, but this connection seems seems like it's almost unstoppable, and we've seen that throughout the year. So over one of six and a half. I like it. Yeah, those Bengals corners looked really good in the second half of the Chiefs game, but uh, yeah, Cooper Cup, man, he's he's in a league of his own, I think. Yeah, it's almost one of those you feel like you have to be involved with um, on the on the over. I took it a slightly different way. I went over on his longest reception, 28 and a half, is where I fell for him. You know, I just thought the the yardage total was getting, you know, got a little bit high, just a tiny bit uncomfortably high. And I saw this 28 and a half yards on the longest reception he makes and uh, took it. Took a jab at that. Love it. 
Did I give all the other props that I bet? I can't remember if we talked about this on the show. I think I did on, like, Monday. I think I talked about a lot of these. Yeah, you went through a a bunch of your props earlier in the week on the show. Um, I don't know if you you hit them all, but you definitely touched on, like, six to seven of them. Okay. Did you bet anything else, Tom, since, since earlier in the week? Oh... Yeah, we need to be done with the. I need to take my own advice. And I said, don't, don't do everything on the Super Bowl, and I'm getting close to having action on everything. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, real quick, Tom, we know you were gloating about your three and a half yesterday. Caesars has got one available. No, they minus one ten. I don't buy it. I gotta go check that for real. Go check it. Uh, so, so now you just as a quick like spread update, you can get a four and a half at BetMGM at DraftKings. You can get a three and a half at Caesars. You got four over at FanDuel and Bet Rivers. It's still ranging three and a half to four and a half, which in a Super Bowl you would think it would be firmed up by now. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing the four and a half. For the Bengals juiced up as well. I cannot believe yeah. that three and a half will be gone by the time this gets posted. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. I don't know. That's I, crazy. Good for them. Yeah. Um here's here's a really interesting prop that I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on. Bengals to win the third quarter. This is plus one fifty five. And the Bengals are the best team in the league at making halftime adjustments, guys. They've allowed the fewest points in the third quarter, all season and postseason, 50 total. They're also plus 73 in terms of point difference in the third quarter, which is best in the league by a mile. Are you buying into this, that Like this coach is really that good at making adjustments? I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one to predict because you just don't know what happens if they have the lead. That's assuming that they're losing. If they have the lead, is it the Rams that has a better third quarter? It's tough to say. I think yeah, I think it's a decent thought process. That's really what you're looking for when you're when you're trying to pick some of these. The one thing I'll say is you know normally I, I shouldn't even say normally Psychology will tell us that anytime there's a break and you have a kind of a restart part, the team that's behind slightly gets an additional boost from that. So if a team's down three going into halftime, they generally come out and play better. If they were down by 20, 21, whatever, not so much. doesn't have the same effect. But when you're just down by a little bit and you get to have a break and sort of a reset point for your for, for their mind, for everyone in the team, for their headspace, it's a reset point, they tend to play a lot better after that. So maybe they're down by a little bit and they come out firing in the third quarter. That's certainly possible. Got any thoughts on that one, Donnie? No. Um, I didn't bet this one, by the way, guys. This is just one I wanted to get your, your thoughts on. 
Right, and it is interesting to note it's because it's been a consistent theme, um, and and we'll see if it see if it continues. But I got nothing on it. The other okay. thing, the other thing with the some of the props I bet is the kickoff return attempt or touchback has been getting so popular. Like everyone is talking about that now. I saw like on Twitter and gambling Twitter is all over it. So I kind of hate that I have it now because I'm just with such a large majority of people. But Tom, I was dying listening to that. Uh, you you explaining that prop? It's like kicking a rock. The <laughs> oh my gosh! People go dig this stuff up from anywhere. Did you? Oh my gosh! So offshore and faraway places, faraway sports books. This is hysterical. They often have a lot more. You think there can't be any more props, but they always have more props than what we get here. Things like the national anthem length and what's the first song of halftime show? What's the last song? Or is, he, is Eminem going to wear a hoodie? Stuff like that. Like anything you can think of. There was, an, there was a line for how many like Jets... We'll do the flyover. One, two, three, four, or five. Mm. And uh, I was listening to, to Gil Alexander's show um, yesterday, and he had Jason Weingarten on, who we've talked about before. He's the futures guy. He said, I was getting ready to call the Pentagon <laughs> for some insider information, try and figure out how many jets they were going to fly. Because... People Someone would, knows that, though. Isn't that crazy? Someone knows that. Yes. And they were saying, like, so I guess they were talking to a buddy that's somewhere in the military high up, said they only have, it can't be more than five because they won't allow it, but there's only a certain amount of jets, and, like, if one has a problem that day, like, they won't replace it. So how do you know if there's, like, maybe one that's broken or something? I got to find out if it'll be all five or if one of them's broken. You know, it's just... Unbelievable. <laughs> that that is. I I always found it so interesting. Like, same with. I'm trying to think of another example. Like maybe the Gatorade. There's someone out there who knows yep. what what color Gatorade the Rams have and what color Gatorade um, the Bengals have. Any and, of that stuff. Eminem's. Is he wearing a hoodie? Is he is he gonna sing California Love first or last? Or but like, did they like sign like? NDAs or like some sort of agreement that says they can't, you know, like it's just interesting because it, it is a legitimate, like the betting market's a financial market. And that would be pretty similar to like an insider trading type situation, yep. but there's no laws preventing that in sports betting. So I my don't know, Tom, it's, it just seems odd to me. My guess is that that's the reason those kind of bets aren't legal and aren't in the legal books. And secondly, I think in in the faraway places, the limits really aren't high enough to where it becomes a pro, like a like you can't get down a million dollars on what hoodie color Eminem's gonna wear. Like yeah. life changing money, I don't you, you can't really get down. I hear that on those props. Like the limits are fairly low, but either way, just. Unbelievable. Uh, some of the stuff that's out there, it's just it's incredible. 
That's that's wild. Um, I want to hit you and Donnie with a quick trivia question, Tom. Oh boy. Yep. No, you I know you like your trivia, and I'm curious if you guys will get this. Who is the highest graded QB in the Super Bowl since 2006? Who's posted the highest passer rating? Who would your, highest your guess be? Passer rating in a single game. In a single in the Super Bowl, though specifically since 2006. Who could this be that you're asking this? Because my, I mean, Tom Brady's probably a safe bet, but I don't think it's him. That doesn't make any sense. That's why Tom Brady's that. not in the top five. He's not. And think in about the how top many five. Super Bowls he's been in since 2006. He's not in the top five of this list. Wow. I'm trying to think of the highest scoring uh, Super Bowls. Kurt, dating Kurt dating back how long? In the last Kurt 15 Warner? years, you said? Yep, since since 2006. Is Kurt Warner on that list anywhere? Didn't he have a good he game? He is not. He, he is lost, not. But... What about Drew Brees? Drew Brees is not even in the top five. All right, so what's the dumb Peyton answer Manning's here? Manning's not top five. Tom Brady's not top five. None of the big dogs. One of the big dogs is on here. Mahomes probably in the top five. Not even in the top five. Jeez. Nick Foles? Number one, baby. <laughs> Nicky Foles. That's so the crazy. list, I'll read you the top five. Nick Foles posted a 92.3, which is number one. You can't be serious right now. You asked that question. <laughs> you guys should have known just because it was coming from me and my love for Nick Foles. But Russell Wilson in 2013 was number two, posted a 91.7. Rodgers, three. Eli Manning, four in 2011. And Joe Flacco, five, when he beat the Niners in 2012. I cannot believe you asked that. We might have to to do some fact-checking on that. Fact-check it. Fact-check it. (laughs) Out of nowhere. Tom Brady played damn near perfect in that uh, Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl as well. Well, that's the thing, Donnie, with the quarterback rating scale and how they calculate it. Like, a lot of people think that it's it stinks because it is a little weird how they calculate it. Like, it doesn't always reflect how good or bad a quarterback right. actually was. Like, it misses. I just sent you guys the stat. Um, no, I wasn't. I believe you. I don't. Yeah, yeah, no, but I want you. I want you to see that. Like, there might be. But come yeah. on, listen listen to uh, Brady's numbers in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. 28 of 48, 505 yards, three touchdowns. What about picks and fumbles and sacks? No he interceptions. That... I believe he, he was obviously stripped. Everyone remembers that. Yep. Um, but those in, the incompletions count against you in this stuff. Like every little thing counts against you. It is weird that Brady's not on that. Does it say his passer rating, Donnie, on what you're looking uh, at? This is interesting. You're on you're on uh that would be PFF grade is is different than QBR and passer rating. Oh, yep, yep. So this is this is PFF ratings, which is yeah, is is a useful and and people think highly of the PFF grades, but uh, yeah, it won't be the same as the QBR and passer rating. Yeah, I wonder actually now what this even factors in. Um, so many damn like ways to grade these QBs. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different ratings. Oh man, 
Do but, we uh, have any other props that we didn't talk about that we're going to share? Because tomorrow we're going to really focus on the main game, I think, and do a little props, of course, but try and focus on the main game. Um, so is there anything else before we wrap up the show that you have that you got to share? Yeah, I got one more that uh, just okay. be a quarter unit play, but let me go L.A. Rams defense anytime touchdown plus 400. I like that. I like just that quarter too. unit. Um, like I, we started in the beginning of the show, I, I think the Rams will be able to get pressure. It's just a matter of if they can get Joe Burrow on the ground. Um, same thing we saw the Chiefs get fair amount of pressure last week with with a pass rush that doesn't really compare to the Rams. They just weren't able to get Joe Burrow on the ground, and I think there's a chance we see a strip sack or maybe a pick six. I like. I really like that. If I had to pick one of the props that I played, I think my favorite is will either team record three unanswered scores? No. Plus 175. So the no to three unanswered scores. Because I just don't think, I think this is going to be a really close game. I don't see one team just scoring, pick, score, pick, score. Like, I don't really see that happening. My um, my final ones are here that I got are Joe Burrow to throw an interception at minus 135 and Jalen Ramsey to get an interception at plus 500. Uh, it really just comes down to the Rams D-line like we were talking about. You get that much pressure, there's bound to be some forced throws, bad passes mixed in. And... What was what? Sorry, Donnie. Oh no, I was just gonna say I saw some interesting stuff on on Joe Burrow's numbers, man to man compared to zone. Uh, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, Rams run a lot of zone, and and Joe Burrow's numbers are not com- even comparable um, in the, in zone against zone defenses compared to man to man. Obviously. Teams play man-to-man against T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, you're going to get burnt. Yeah, and the the Rams, Donnie, play 79% zone. So, Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, too, with the Ramsey pick is, you know Joe Burrow loves to throw those 50-50 balls downfield to Chase whenever he has that matchup. Right, I don't got to win one of them. Yeah, I don't think he's going to shy away from it with Ramsey either, and yeah, that's a legit 50-50 with Ramsey. He might come down with that. Chase might come down with that. We'll take our odds at plus 500, you know, if we get one of them. Very but good. But that's all I got. Very good. Tomorrow we'll break down the actual football game and try and ignore some of the props here. But remember when you're betting these two things, take advantage of the promos at every book. They got same game parlays, $10. You get $30 free bet. Like, they're all over the place. So take advantage of some of those. And even if you're really good, you know, put Bengals money line on one, Rams money line on the other, kind of alternate them so that you, you're covering yourself. Don't go all in on, you know, Rams and getting a pick on every single thing that you do. Uh, but take advantage of the promos. Is the biggest thing you can do. 
And number two, don't bet too many of these props. There's thousands and thousands and thousands. Don't do too many. Uh, tennis plays real quick, folks. Ricky, Donnie, I know you, you can't let me go without without giving out the tennis plays that I have today, right? Did, how'd they do? Did you have plays yesterday in tennis, Tom? Um, the two plays I gave, the one um, is today at, I don't know what time, later this morning. The other one was a loser. So we went 0-1 mm-hmm. yesterday, one Jacqueline Christian is still in play, plus 170. She's down to like plus 155, so I still like it there, but not not any lower than that. Okay. What do you got? Two plays I have for today. Petra Kvitova. She's a big favorite against Irina Kamiya Begu. We're betting Kvitova to win 2-love. So 2-0. In the sets, just sweeper in the sets. She's done this like four of the five times they've played. Kvitova absolutely owns Bagu. Five and zero career lifetime against Bagu, and usually just destroys her. So two love there. That's what we're going for. And then the second one is Jelena Ostapenko against Andrea Petkovic. Ostapenko to win two to love as well. So we've got, we're, we're looking for two sweeps here. And again, the reason Ostapenko's hardcore numbers, her serving numbers and, and break numbers are from another planet. Like that's how good they are. I think she takes care of business here. No problem. So a Let's two go. in the first game or the first match that we have of the day. Then we have Christian in the second match of the day. And then we've got Ostapenko to love in the third. Okay. Tommy there Tennis. Tommy Tennis. Can I, can I give uh, one last one last thing in here? Oh, one yeah. last word in before we wrap yeah, yeah, up the yeah. show? Oh, yeah. How come I get no love on the show anymore? On the recaps? <laughs> 2 and oh, Donnie. <laughs> I was just looking as we were recapping. I didn't see anyone's <laughs> picks yesterday. I'm I'm only joking, but but we haven't had a losing losing day all week. Uh, having a good week so far, hopefully to keep it rolling in uh, college basketball. And of Let's course, go. Donnie's always tweeting over on on his Twitter account at Donnie Betts, and then an underscore. That's the right. Lo- the logo is the Steady Picks logo. So get yeah, over there, Donnie's real quick on that stuff. There's like another Donnie Betts. Someone brought this to the attention of us. There's like another Donnie Betts on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have seen this that people are mistaking Donnie for, I think. It's Get the right Donnie, guys. The underscore yeah. is big. You need the underscore. Donnie Betts underscore. Donnie Betts underscore. Follow the man. He's always recapping his plays, sharing them on there. It's good stuff. Oh, um, and lastly, for the huge UFC card this weekend, we got a UFC special with Sean Brady tomorrow as well that will air, I guess, after the Super Bowl stuff with Donnie. So can't forget about that, guys. Pay-per-view. Absolutely. All right. That's, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, as always. We'll catch you tomorrow. More Super Bowl, more Sean Brady, more UFC. We'll keep it rolling. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. 
Good luck today.